December 2020 closes out one of the most transformative years in human history. As the recent planetary shifts in Aquarius whisper to us that the time for change is finally here. The heavens aligned this month forming one of the most revolutionary two and a half years ahead for us as a collective. As we brave the new year, we are being called to reflect and release ourselves from the pain we've carried this long so that we may step into 2021 fearless, focused, and ready to rewrite history in the name of love, peace, and justice for all. Welcome to The Conscious Witch, a podcast where we focus on how to consciously use our earthly magic in a way that serves the highest good of all. I'm Natalie Delasio, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive healer, and my mission is to awaken and align your subconscious mind to its divine soul purpose. The time between Soen and Yule, the transition from Scorpio to Capricorn season, often gets viewed as just a season meant for holiday celebration, when in actuality, it is a very spiritual, soul-growing time. Culturally speaking, we know Soen as Halloween. For witches, it marks the new year, but the new year doesn't really begin until Yule, when the sun enters Capricorn. Soen, the death of an old year, focuses on the death of the old self and how now we have the ability to restart the wheel of life. And so we observe Yule as the day of the winter solstice. The word Yule is an Old Norse word, meaning wheel. Yule occurs in December on the shortest day and the longest night of the year. And because of this, Yule is considered to be the rebirth of the sun. The celebration of Yule is one that glorifies the energy and power of daylight as the sun turns in and away from the earth, conserving his fire this one time a year for himself to then move back again towards the earth and continue his work. For this one day, the sun gets to retreat within and recharge and reunite his fire of purpose. And so when we think about why we collectively honor holidays, we honor them for the spiritual meaning that they represent. And when we think about the concept that we are all one, and when we try to conceptualize the idea that you are the universe experiencing itself, that is when we need to think, how do we personally relate to this specific moment in time? And how are we connected to it? Like the sun, we must use December as a period of preparation, introspection, hibernation, reflection, and ideally slowing down. It's the natural time to go within to prepare the self to really get back on the wheel of life with zest and freedom in your lungs. A ritual to celebrate Yule and call back the sun's energy to earth and into your heart is to light candles at midnight on the winter solstice to call the sun back home. Let your candle burn for five minutes, and while the candles burn, journal the following prompt. What is the biggest obstacle that stands in the way of my happiness? And then once you've answered that, finish with the final prompt, what always motivates me to do my very best? Why this prompt? Because your happiness is connected to your light, and when something is shadowing your happiness, we need to shine light on the issue blocking your light so that you may achieve peace. We close on the second prompt because motivation is the opposite energy of depression. And so to activate happiness, we want to identify what the secret is to killing off our depression. 
When we are motivated, we are focused on what matters on this planet. Earth itself is all about matter. In fact, if we break down the seven stages of matter, we could compare them to the stages of matter a human goes through, starting from birth and ending with death. And when you think of it like that, so interconnected, you can see how easy this all is if you stop trying to control everything, every outcome, every feeling, and just be. Yule is a beautiful day because it grants us the opportunity to really bring us back to ourselves. While some prefer to stay up all night, others set an alarm to witness the sun's return at dawn, the return of the self. Winter solstice lands on December 21st this year, so if you find yourself desiring to greet the sun's return, when you catch the view of dawn, take a deep breath in and imagine as if you are inhaling the power and vitality of the sun. And on your exhale, feel the sun ignite your inner fire. Find your fire in your body and take note where it is. And with each inhale and exhale, send the energy to your sacred fire. Do this until the sun fully rises. And then imagine yourself running into the sun. This ritual clears and balances your sacred fire. And your sacred fire is that which propels you into life. It's the energy behind everything that you do. And when balanced, it aligns itself to all that you were made for. December is quite the magical month. This month, so special for a number of reasons. We will have what is called in astrology, a great conjunction on December 21st, which happens every 20 years for only one day. The great conjunction sets the tone for the ethos for the next 20 years. By reconceptualizing subjects such as the arts, theater, music, literature, entertainment, fashion, food, mathematics, science, politics, and even the government's hidden agendas. Curiously enough, the great conjunction has been the leading method of dividing historical eras in traditional astrology. When Jupiter and Saturn come together, there is both the intensity of the old world facing death as well as this refreshing breath of life as the new world begins to take shape in front of our very eyes. It feels as if it's the end of the world. Together, Jupiter and Saturn meet at the Grand Court. Jupiter, the planet of expansion, envisions the big picture for mankind, while Saturn, the planet of lessons and plans, executes all of the fine details. And together, they create and manifest the many changes up ahead during this new 20-year cycle on Earth. This year, a once-in-a-lifetime thing will happen on December 21st. Jupiter and Saturn will not meet in air signs, as they have been for the last 200 years. But instead, they will meet in air, and in this case, in Aquarius. Every 200 years, the signs shift, like from the beginning of the 15th century until the beginning of the 17th century, every conjunction was in a water sign. And from the beginning of the 17th century until the beginning of the 19th century, every conjunction was in a fire sign. And so, since 1802, the Saturn and Jupiter conjunctions have been occurring solely in Earth signs, with the final one that occurred on May 28, 2000 in Taurus. And so, after the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius in 2020, there will continue to only be conjunctions between Jupiter and Saturn in air signs until 2159. Astrologers call this change to a new element in this type of conjunction the grand mutation. 
this shift is so precious and so significant that it signals a monumental social transformation for humanity. And that only happens every 200 years. And so here we stand together in anticipation, watching before our very eyes the end of an era. And for some of us, it might be causing anxiety and confusion as old ways that once provided comfort deteriorate away, while for others, it is sparking a curiosity for life and a newfound excitement to join the new world. But no matter who you are between the two, what to hold on to no matter what is that you are going to be okay. And to everything in life, there is a season, and to every season, a purpose. Over time, there has been much debate on when the age of Aquarius actually begins. Some astrologers believe it's already started. Others believe we are still hundreds of years away, while some speculate that this grand conjunction marks the dawn of it. Regardless of when the age of Aquarius officially begins, it seems that this great conjunction falling in Aquarius is the beginning of when we are about to see many age of Aquarius themes unfold. When Jupiter joins Saturn at zero degrees Aquarius, forming this grand conjunction, this incredibly rare astrological event, we are witnessing the evolutionary clock strike forward with a beaming light of intellectual vibrational energy. So what does that energy have in store for us? Well, every 800 years, the cycle of astrology fully completes and resets itself. Since there are four elements in Western astrology, earth, water, air, and fire. And so since this is the first time in 600 years that Saturn and Jupiter are in air signs, we want to look back to the last time this happened in history to see what to expect. The last time this cycle occurred in air, major innovations in printing and paper manufacturing happened, to which in turn made it possible for people to receive messages and ideas in a mass. For the first time ever, communication was expanding, and that expanded man. And now we are about to watch communication expand to an even higher level in ways we never possibly imagined. Besides humans using technology as a way to shape the new wave of communication, we will also see communication transform the human mind through the voices of the healers and philosophers of our time. There will be a rise of conscious artists that are here to take over television, film, the music industry, and it's, it's their role to cleanse the entertainment industry and raise the vibration and love so that we can allow the artist to truly create something that heals them and all who support it. No more big networks running the show. Goodbye to the controlling labels silencing the musician's sound. It's finally time for our boardrooms, our history books, our hall of fames, our White House to reflect the many different faces and races this beautiful world holds. Because Aquarius is the sign that embodies equality and justice for all. And so this grand conjunction in Aquarius means we are finally moving towards a more humanitarian, innovative, and technological future. Medicine will begin to change. Alternative forms of healing will gain momentum. The way that we preserve and prepare our food will become cleaner and healthier as we become a greener, more eco-friendly world. We will also start to see a rise in community-based living, 
rather than looking to big organizations or the government for a society, people will instead find the support they need from their own community members. We may also see significant developments surrounding societal issues such as homelessness, world hunger, and equal rights. For we are shifting, and we are shifting towards becoming a society that is focused on saving the planet. And when I say save the planet, I mean the entire planet and everything and everyone that comes with it, including the human and their mental health. Our mental health dictates everything in our life including the patterns that we operate through. And over the last few years, we have seen a rise of consciousness in the mental health world. Every energy has a collective consciousness, and the way that that consciousness operates is through frequency. If you are working on yourself, you are making conscious, healthy choices for the good of yourself. And then that vibration will create a positive, powerful energy that vibrates through you healthy choices. And so when you go out into the world and interact with strangers, your colleagues at work, your friends, and most importantly, your family, then you end up reflecting the highest version of yourself. And the same way that we say we are all reflections of each other, then when people interact with the highest form of you, they are then faced with the opportunity to bring out the highest version of themselves to match your energy. The way you love yourself and treat yourself is a reflection of how the world loves you and treats you. The way you speak about yourself is how others receive the messages of how you want to be perceived. And so if you're not forthcoming with your true feelings, then you're sending the messages of uncertainty that creates suspicions and that energy pulls down a person's vibration because the human now interacting with them is too distracted with trying to decipher their mixed messages that they cannot even see who this person is and what they really need. And so if you personally work on yourself and elevate your consciousness, then you're not only changing the pattern within yourself, but you're also changing the patterns with the ones around you. Because while you're not controlling them by your healing, you are affecting their growth with your healing. You're creating these new patterns with this person, and then they have the opportunity to now experience a different lesson and upgrade their consciousness. And that is how you raise the vibration. Because you are a reflection of everything, and that is how humanity learns. We are visionary beings. We either see the vision, feel the vision, know the vision, and that is how we manifest, expand, and evolve. Remember, Aquarius is an air sign, and air in the elements represents the mind, our thoughts, our mission, our voice, our messages. And so messages are the main theme of the next 20 years. What is your message? What message do you keep hearing? What messages are transforming you? How does your message impact the world? And so when Jupiter and Saturn meet in Aquarius, they begin to create visionary ideas for the future. Aquarius, the innovator, the inventor, the one paving the way for peace and equality, arrived first in the air sign to set the tone of the coming age. And that tone is dripping in world peace. Because for the last 200 years, the Earth conjunctions vibrated solely on the energy of materialism, success, and building foundations. Our attitudes toward money began to change. We as a society became more realistic, more resourceful with the Earth and what it could produce. 
humans drifted from being a society where living a simple life at home with your family was enough and shifted into a more determined mindset to earn more money, more recognition. And we needed this in order to take us out of living in limitations and bring us closer to our highest potential. Finally, for the next two centuries, we will see rebellious change for the sake of equality for all living on this planet. We are shifting out of the I want to build my empire mentality because too much of it has sent us towards a capitalistic universe. And instead, we are collectively shifting into a let's unite the planet way of thinking in order to create a more utopian society. The term utopia refers to a place in which all aspects are perfect or nearly so. The concept name was created by Sir Thomas More in 1516 with his fictional book, Utopia. But utopias are far older than their name. Plato's Republic was the model of many. The ancient legends of Atlantis is another example. The Garden of Eden, Heaven, Shangri-La, and James Hilton's Lost Horizon. I mean, the list goes on and on. But the point is that we are finally reaching a time in human existence where the goal is to create a heaven on earth. No longer shall we subscribe to the idea that we must suffer on earth. And rather, we are to create the heaven we desire on this plane because we can. And so the winter solstice this year will be felt as a very powerful day for manifestation throughout 2021. We will feel the energy of this day heightened. And this occurs to remind us to dream big, to dream of your utopia and claim it to be so. In other Aquarian news, Saturn, the planet of challenge, authority, and responsibility, stepped into the revolutionary sign of Aquarius on December 17, 2020, until March 7, 2023. Saturn is the father of time, lessons, and hard work. And like a father, Saturn often pushes us to work harder and wiser in order to evoke meaningful change in our lives. The last time Saturn was in Aquarius was earlier this year on March 1st until July 1st, when it stepped back into Capricorn. And before that, it was back in 1994, which was around the time when the World Wide Web was invented. So again, we really are in store for a plethora of technological surprises. New inventors will rise to power to wipe out the capitalists ruling the tech industry and begin the conversation of a tech revolution. But when we look back when Saturn was in Aquarius this year, that was around the height of the social justice movement this summer when protesters marched for George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and the many other victims of police brutality. Those few months were a taste of what was to come for the next two and a half years. The star seeds are here, and they are embodied as role of visionary activist. Something to note is that Saturn, like a father, uses discipline and rewards as a way to transform us. So it's usually best to not fight against the lesson and instead understand it so that you may not have to repeat it again for a much longer time than you did the first time. And another interesting thing to note is, if you are an Aquarius sun or Aquarius rising, know that what you achieve with Saturn during this return, you get to keep forever. Meaning, the lessons that Saturn braces on you over this next cycle will refine you for life. Any bad habits you've been wanting to break, 
fears you needed released, old hang-ups that you want to be freed from. They are on the brink of disappearing forever. Because Saturn teaches us that what you work the hardest for, what you sacrifice anything for, that is what you are ultimately the proudest to say you accomplished in life. And while at times we think we know what we want, until we are faced to choose, we truly have no idea what the grand plan for ourselves is until we break free. In the tarot deck, Aquarius is represented by the star card. The star card, bright in blues, yellows, and greens in the Rider Waite deck, shows us a naked woman kneeling at a pool of water. The woman pours water from two jugs, one into the pool and one onto the land. We see eight pointed stars in the sky, centered around a larger golden star. The pool represents the collective unconscious, or also known as universal memory. It was Carl Jung who first popularized the theory of what would be later called a universal information bank that stored all the memories of the evolution of humans from the dawn of time. This collective consciousness holds the detailed records of every person and all the lives that they have lived. It has been proven that under certain circumstances, such as hypnosis or deep meditation, this memory bank can be accessed by humans, and we can acquire the greatest wisdom and enlightenment that could ever be attained. This theory of collective consciousness supports the idea that we are all connected on a spiritual level. Again, returning to the theory that we are all one. And so this theory of interconnection places us on a universal plane that says we all have access to the same knowledge and we all have the ability to share that knowledge with one another. In the star card, we see the woman take her inspiration from the large pool and give life to these revelations by pouring it out onto the earth. She knows that others have been through the same similar trauma that she has, and they have managed to survive, so she must somehow learn from them and put it into practice into her own life. When you observe the card, you'll notice that some of the water she pours on earth drains back into the pool. By doing this, she starts a trail that allows others to access the same wisdom, inspiration, and knowledge that she found. And by doing so, she is helping others help themselves so that they may heal just as she is doing. And so when the energy of Aquarius enters into your life, its purpose is to reveal to you what is and is not serving you and your highest good. And so the age of Aquarius is here to reveal to us what is not serving our world. And it begins with the self. Use the remainder of the year to focus on your soul's growth because nobody wants to keep repeating the same negative pattern. Nobody wants to be so lost that they can't get up again. That's not what life on earth was designed to feel like. Earth is supposed to be a place where we can create, create our own universe, our own destiny, our own family, our own definition of happiness. Here the power lies within our minds. How do we perceive ourselves, our world? What are the things that we believe limit us? Where does the truth lie? Who holds the power in our life? Us or the situations we live in? For the remainder of the year, make it a habit for you to connect with your brain daily. And you can do this through the art of meditation, journaling, chanting, reading, or even self-hypnosis. 
You do this so that you may consciously disconnect from the lower vibrations that are draining you and distracting you from growing, healing, and expanding. These lower vibrations appear when you begin to feel vulnerable and unclear of what to do next. That's when your third eye starts to cloud and you begin to feel imbalanced or off. The symptoms of the lower vibrations then begin to trigger within us stress, worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, confusion, paranoia, anger, envy, and then our phobias become larger than our personal power. These negative energies can easily be destroyed by the power of love. Because if you love yourself enough to honestly heal through your shadow, then your shadow becomes your greatest teacher. And that is the most powerful aspect about this human experience. The ability to take on the things that break you and then break away from its power over your life. And now for a conscious witch ritual. For this conscious witch ritual, I wanted to get you into your mind body since Aquarius is an air sign and end this episode with a meditation designed to awaken you to your subconscious purpose. Before we begin, please make sure you are not driving and are safely seated in a comfortable position. Refrain from lying down completely and try to either recline yourself in a chair or at least be seated with your back supported and feet firmly planted on the floor. Take a moment and breathe into your heart space. And as you take this deep breath in, imagine as if your heart is breathing for you, sending love and peace. We ask the heart to align us in this meditation. Breathing in joy and peace, we continue to breathe in and out of our heart, allowing our heart to open the door of possibilities and growth. And with each and every conscious breath that you take, your heart releases any fear, any stress, or any worries, and allows you to fully relax and accept all of the lessons that you learn through this meditation. Close your eyes and imagine or visualize for me a small white light. Picture that little ball of white light. Sending each and every breath that you take in and out of the light Imagine that with each and every breath that you are taking, the light begins to beam brighter and brighter. Now picture that white light beaming in the dark night sky. So small in this large sky, this white light is the center of your attention. Now picture that light becoming a star and watch the star as it grows, larger and larger and larger, filling up the dark night sky. 
Now visualize for me as that star begins to explode. Watch it explode in fire, ripping the dark night sky in half, ripping away its foundations, ripping away its consciousness, ripping away the beliefs it once had of itself. Breathing in and out, we see the sacred fire overpowering the sky as it aligns the galaxy to its true self. Now take a deep breath in, breathing in that fire and feel it in your lungs. You are that star. You are here to explode your universe with your sacred gifts. You are consciousness in human form and it's your right to shine bright and soar. And so now imagine yourself from head to toe and as you see yourself in your mind's eye, Begin to notice an array of tiny white lights filling up your body, each light activating you into your highest self. And so with a deep breath in, we accept activation. And with an equal deep exhale, we integrate the activation. Visualizing the body filling itself up with rays of light the light reaches your conscious mind and now you begin to see seven rays of light beaming out of the top of your head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven rays of light shooting themselves into the heavens, connecting you to the source of life, connecting you to clear purpose, connecting you to healthy motivation. And so over the next few weeks, you'll begin to feel a sense of knowing as you will be experiencing a deeper connection to your thoughts, your purpose, your message. And so we inhale and trust the self and we exhale and let go of no longer what serves you. And welcome in with each and every breath that you take only what fills your cup. One, you'll begin to feel the soul entering the body, finding its way back home. Two, the experiences you had during this meditation will find place in your being. Three is a magical number, so we leave it be. Four, wisdom and knowledge begin to form. Five, you are awakened. One, two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're feeling energized and you're ready to take on this new year after this episode. If you enjoyed it, please like and share and subscribe. And if you should find that you're looking for direction into this new year through the healing art of tarot, hypnosis, or energy healing, you can message me on Instagram at the Conscious Witch Podcast and book an appointment. Love, light, and peace to all.